0: welcome to another episode of the icarus idea it has been a while but we're back and not just back we're back with an epic guest uh, one of the most impressive guests that we've had so far on this show as always let us know what you think leave a comment if you have any questions for our guest if you have any questions for us any big brain moments any small brain questions um, hit us up on instagram or whatever and for now Enjoy listening. Hey, welcome to the Icarus Idea. My name is always is Joris. I'm here with two other people as usual. Uh, one of them is Bram. And Bram, would you care to induce, introduce today's guest?
1: Yes, let's do that. All right, welcome back everyone. So this month, uh, it's May, we will be doing the car month. Over the last few years, the car industry has gone through changes. Since carbon emissions need to be scaled down, cars need to be more environment friendly. And while we mostly focus on electric cars, there are a lot more alternatives, such as hydrogen cars and what we're going to talk about today, solar powered cars. We are speaking with the chief of design and co-founder of the company that will deliver the first long range solar powered cars to the market. This company is called Lightyear and today we're talking to Koen van Ham. He started this company with multiple friends in 2016, uh, when he was in the student solo team in Eindhoven, where he also studied industrial design. So welcome, Koen. Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh, thanks
0: for making the time. Excited to, uh, to talk to you with you guys today. Let's go. Well, then let's just get right into it. Um, we were thinking, well, we looked at your LinkedIn as usual, and we thought, well, okay, tranquilo. Um, <laughs> not your usual LinkedIn. But, um, this whole, uh, solar car story, um, let's leave that for a second. Um, you started this with the solar team Eindhoven, which is quite a, well, not necessarily a usual student thing to do, but there's a lot of students that do a student team during their student time.
2: Which I can highly
0: recommend. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Or not? no, no, not why. Um. I was wondering, is there like any other most typical student thing or what kind of student were you when you're doing your studies in industrial design?
2: Yeah, that's a great question. I would say very atypical, but what kind of student were I?
0: Yeah. What, what kind of person was Koen van Ham when he was doing his bachelor assignment or when he walked into um, the first class of his bachelor in industrial design, uh,
2: <laughs> I had a hangover. <laughs> well, all that's a good time. start <laughs>
0: yeah. and look what you've become <laughs> I, I i was a,
2: i was a student as well and i joined all the, the student things right so the, the freedom the ability to uh to meet new new people to to make new friends that was a very big part of my first year i i, I got only the hang of it after one year so mm. it, it took me a while to uh to get uh to get a grip on this in the beginning i was also a bit struggling with the english language sometimes i had to ask uh, uh, my friend Yella uh, uh, what what was being talked about in the presentation i didn't have that that much contact with with fellow students i had more contact with people in the in the house i lived with most of my lunch times then I, I had been working in the workshop and i was working on a prototype and then i had lunch with with this whole group uh, um, that lived in my house and then i yeah, I did. this prototype was quite big, so I had to put it on a table, and then you know, I already started to see some of the people smiling. Oh no, what, what the fuck is Goomy working on? You know? <laughs> and then I had to explain it, and and of course it was way too far-fetched, and and that pulls you a bit back into reality, but it also forces you to explain your reasonings and to explain your thoughts. Industrial design students wouldn't ask these questions because they they already made these jumps in their thought process, so they would approve what you've been making but these guys they wouldn't they would just question what you have been making and then yeah it helps you to to get back in the world and to find the the real value of, of what you're trying to to achieve
1: to be among other students is that why you joined the, the solar team or among other studies
2: um no, no. I think I only realized that uh, later on. I think I joined because I really liked the uh, the challenge of building a vehicle. It was a coincidence that I that I did found this project because I was working for a multimedia company. The youngest, yeah, the youngest of the two. I was doing a website design and a programming part time. And Lex and or Roy and a couple of his teammates were were joining uh, us for lunch because they had some questions on. How they could do their marketing and uh, build a website, stuff like that, and then during that lunch meeting, they said yeah we we're, we're almost uh, complete as a team. we're only looking for an industrial designer mm. and, <laughs> and then I knew, okay, I need to get there i need to uh, I need to apply so next uh, after the weekend, I did apply, and I had to talk with Lex and Roy about my previous projects, and uh,
0: then I could join them as well. Damn. Well, you need an industrial designer. (laughs) I happen to have one of those. (laughs) Nice. Well, you mentioned that it took you a year to find out what the potential of industrial design is. Well, I I wouldn't say I have done something similar, but my first year of my studies weren't exactly the, like, wow, yeah, this is going to be it for the rest of my life. But Mm -hmm. what did you find after a year, and how did you find it that, that convinced you to, let's say, stay? In my second year, I met
2: Joris van Gelder and he was the first coach that was able to really thought me things off about designing. He was very critical. So uh, um, you also had to work for him. So I think I needed uh, someone who challenged me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I need to be activated and challenged and, and then I will perform. I think that was the first time I, I created something in 3D and, and started to make a render and also the project was nice. It was the first time I felt, ah, this, this is actually quite nice what you can do with, yeah. with product design, with interaction design.
0: I can imagine, yeah, that sounds pretty cool. All right, um, I think it's enough, enough student talk, right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think it's time to move on to uh, the cars. I'm doubting with which question we shall start. Well, I guess let's let's dive
1: into the beginning. Because yeah, sure. we read on your LinkedIn that after two world championship you decided to take to make the next step. But saying like, "Oh yeah, I will start a car company" is not is maybe you say one thing to say it, but to actually do it is a whole different thing. How did that process came about?
2: The first thing was that um yeah, I always hoped or dreamed about that that this team would eventually continue some way. And then the crunchies happened. So that's a uh, prize by TechCrunch. They call it the Oscar of the tech world. And we were nominated against Apple, SpaceX, blockchain, mm-hmm. and uh, NASA, Oh, uh, no, ESA. Just to name a few. <laughs> Just to name a few, yeah. No. <laughs> and well, we, we, we took the chance, we set up a campaign page and uh, we really did, did what we needed to do in order to get votes because it was a, a, a voting race. Well, then we were invited to America um, and then we sat in the, the Symphony Hall in San Francisco, huge hall uh, where the, 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 the prize ceremony was. Uh, people were like the, the, the founders of LinkedIn were, were sitting there, right? So you were among the, the big tech people. Yeah. And <laughs> and then uh, they announced uh, the winner of our uh, category and we won. And getting this recognition from, from all these people, that was really when... We thought, well, okay, the world wants this. And uh, eventually we said, well, we, we're just going to start a company and we'll see what we'll do.
1: Yeah. Mm. For me, it seems so scary to start a company which has a product that won't be released within like a year or something. I guess if you start something like, well, I see a watch in front of me that you, you can release it to the market in like a year and that's a year maybe full of risk, but a car, it take like what, four years maybe. Mm-hmm. yeah even longer yeah. <laughs> four or five years now right <laughs> is it yeah. completely scary in the, first, in the beginning
2: yeah scary no I, I don't find it scary but it's 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 nice the first moment that you finally can see through the fog right so um in the beginning you don't have a clue how you will reach the end of the of the process you don't know the steps in between and that's what i find really interesting to learn the process of designing a new product right that you know all the steps you need to take that you know all the uh, deliverables you have to deliver that you that you know bits and pieces of the processes that that are needed to get there, and eventually you you learn the building process of a vehicle.
0: How do you how do you find out those steps? Do you go to someone from BMW and you're like, hey, how do you do this, or do you Google this? Or how do you where do you get your knowledge from?
2: Yeah, so um, you speak to lots of people. You try to reach out to experts. There were of course uh, a couple of of automotive experts in in our region. We in the end we found a, a grand studio uh, headed by Louis Vermeers, and they really became like like a brother to us, right? So someone who you can ask anything and they know it and they they explain it to you how it works. Most people said it's not possible because uh, there's so much to do, but they were the first people that that said, well, it's it's possible, but you need to do this this all this stuff. It's it's not it's it will be hard but it's doable if you if you just manage to do to do everything so uh, we learned lots from from them and they really helped us to get through this first process uh, uh, of designing a vehicle and explaining all the steps that are necessary helping us to create the deliverables on which they then could design a vehicle so we yeah we were preparing all those inputs to them and they did then the quality check and and uh, took it to uh, uh, to create a to base their design upon it so that that was uh yeah it was like a boy's dream um to to be able to learn from them but also to work with with these great experience designers
0: i heard the story on how you got in touch with uh, grand studio on, oh. the, on the other podcast and it just it amazed me i loved it
2: yeah
0: you, maybe maybe could you maybe tell it just so so the listener also knows it because I just, I just really enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, so, so where to start then? Uh, well, you, you, you were already in touch with them and then you went to Turin. Yeah, we were. So we were in touch with a
2: couple of design studios. We were doing a, uh, we, we were doing a workshop with another one, which was great. That's also, it was also a really great company. Um, but they were a bit more focused on uh, mature companies, which we we're, yeah. <laughs> were definitely not. Uh, oh. So we 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 needed more the yeah the the the, the broader experience, right? Um, so we were there, and uh, we had had contact with Grand Studio, but they were a bit uh, hesitating. Uh, we were not that far. We didn't have that much funding, and I was really in doubt what what to do with the situation. And then my girlfriend said, uh, uh, "Well, I was there." Or Maybe. No, I think well, was there together with Aryo? She said, Why not just they're based in Turin? She said. Yeah, I said, Yeah, they're based in Turin. Yeah, why why don't you go just visit them? Why don't you just ring the bell and, and see what happens? Why not? <laughs> why not? I said, Yeah, but can you can you just do that? Is that um is that okay to, to do? Um and then I said, okay, fuck it, we're here in <clears throat> Uh, this this is bigger than me right i have to push aside all the conventions i'm used to i just just go for it uh, the world needs this <clears throat> so um yeah well, we just had it to the office and uh, uh, me and Arjo, and we were still discussing whether it was a good idea to ring or not because you can also piss them off right uh, yeah. we really we really like their approach but yeah you could also piss them off and ruin the ruin the relationship if they didn't appreciate it Uh, They are Italians, we didn't know, right? Uh, What they appreciate and what not. But eventually we rang the doorbell and uh, one of the partners, one of the the founders did open. Simone uh, let us in, asked what we were doing there. Uh, We said, well, we just want to talk with you about uh, designing a vehicle. And he said, okay, uh, let's have a chat. And we sat there for, for, I think, two hours. And within these two hours, he explained to us what the process would be when we did a vehicle with them and, and what the cost would be. And that really opened our eyes because it was the first person that really sat down with us and, and just tried to explain you have to do this and then, then that and then this will follow and then you have this and you can you can choose to do, uh, for example, or uh, you don't have to do a clay mock-up, which would cost uh, loads of money, but you can also work with VR, uh, which I... uh, which is way faster. So all these these uh, uh interesting steps in the process to to uh, to make it feasible for uh, for a startup. We were of course shocked by the the money that was needed to do it, but eventually also that that came around and we managed to uh, yeah to start with them.
0: Yeah.
1: But is your role then as a designer to combine the technical aspects that are designed within Lightyear to that company in Turin, or what do you do as the designer
2: uh well in that process they they, they know very much they are very capable right so they yeah. but but they also design uh vehicles that are definitely not a solar vehicle so we know how to design an ultra efficient vehicle and and they need to to create the styling for that vehicle so and then i'm talking about aerodynamics. uh, uh but also vehicle layout, so the the position of the of the age point and and uh, the occupants, how they're sitting, what what is their sitting comfort, how is it related to to other vehicles, um, and and what is the minimum, right? What is the minimum that we want to go for? Um, so all these, it, it's it's really uh, um, if you pull one string, something else breaks, right? It's that game that you have to play for uh, two years, and and. Design is also one of the strings that you can pull, but it has a very large interplay with aerodynamics. So you guide the process and you define who will be the customer, uh, what is important to the vehicle, what features will be in what features what features will be not, stuff like that. Um, I would say I was more a manager than a a designer, but that's also a designer, right?
1: Yeah. What is your role right now then? Because uh, the car seems almost fully defined, if I look in your site, I guess, It doesn't really need to be designed anymore right where where do
2: you come in play then what i do nowadays yeah uh yeah yeah i asked myself that question no (laughs) no so the 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 vehicle was finished for 95 percent but now we have Mm -hmm. to industrialize it um so we we created this first uh, prototype um but industrializing is, is is making sure that uh, that it can be produced, so you have to get all the information from manufacturers into the into your process, into your design as well. And one of the challenges is at lighting. So lighting is a very costly uh, development effort, since homologation is quite strict, um, and you have you are doing optics, right? Optics is is quite hard. So, so there, there, those are some of the challenges we are currently facing. So we are, are doing some updates uh, and some improvements on that. You also did make some mistakes uh, or you see some improvements. Um, yeah, so that also takes lots of my time nowadays.
0: I was wondering, you mentioned that um, you want clean mobility for everyone. Um, now, now that I've heard the, the backstory of how Lightyear 1 started, it makes a bit more sense, but I was wondering why uh, you didn't, for example, try to achieve this, where working for a big company like Volkswagen or maybe Tesla, because it, well, it's a bit more in the same direction. But I think next episode, we might be talking to Yella Jelle, Jelle Chebus, which I think is the friend that you talked about all the way in the beginning that had to explain. Uh, no, no, no. It's a, it's a different Jelle. It's oh, a different, different Jelle. Jelle. Oh, oh, oh. yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least we're going to talk to him, and he's he's the senior design strategist at Hyundai, yeah. and I think he can have a huge impact as well on the on the mobility uh, industry. So, did you ever consider working for such a company?
2: Yeah, I did. Yeah, sure. And why didn't
0: you? Why didn't you do it? The
2: problem is that they have to allow you to to do it, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I I did reach out to uh, to a couple of OEMs. When I graduated, but but you have to be hired, right? If you're not hired, then uh, you can you cannot uh, start working there. You cannot make the change. The the uh, yeah I, I don't know if it's a problem, but the hard thing is to enter as a generalist such company. They they normally only hire specialists because when the when they set up a vacancy, they have a problem and they want to have someone to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. So there is already a team, and this team is also doing much of these tasks or, or, or they need someone who is a, a bit more expert in this sort of thing. So usually they attract really the experts, really the specialists, really the people who are doing uh, sketching for, for 20 years during their studies and started when they are five. Or people who have a very great sensitivity for aesthetics and, and want to become a car designer you can start as a junior car de- or as an intern and then follow your path but you will never enter such a v- such a company as a strategist right or as a, yeah. as a as a generalist working or or having the having the opportunity to start a, a vehicle from scratch you will always be working on a very small component mm-hmm. yeah so, so sometimes it's easier to start a to do it by yourself than to to do it for somebody else because if somebody else doesn't know that that he wants the same or
0: right yeah <laughs> um, you know sometimes it's just easier to start a car company <laughs> than to get a yeah. job <laughs> yeah No, I know what you mean though. I know what you mean <laughs> it just sounds funny
2: and and the impact is 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 so it's interesting to to ask the yellow what what his impact. So what is his impact, and what can be my impact? Right, it's totally different, but maybe in the end it's it's almost the same because he can slowly and step by step try to to uh, to impact uh, maybe next vehicles or or impact a bit the 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 course the a very big company has, yeah. um, and I can impact a lot the course of a very small company. So maybe in the end you you, you your impact is the same. I don't Just
0: know. a different path. Yeah
1: yeah i was wondering you talked about earlier as well that that lining lighting was one of your things that you didn't expect would be so much work but are there any other unforeseen problems or unforeseen things that you have to deal with right now that you've never imagined you have to deal with as a car company
2: Mm. yeah on the one hand of course you're a founder so you also follow uh you follow the, the funding process, you follow the hiring processes, you follow how the company is growing, you follow, well, you, you, you sit in board meetings or you sit in stakeholder meetings. And on the other hand, you, you try to, to perform your job as a, as a chief designer as, as good as possible. Um, are there things I didn't expect? No. Yeah, I, I, what, what, what do you expect? Maybe I didn't expect that much.
0: You know, if you don't have expectations, you can't, yeah.
2: Well, maybe, maybe, let me, let me give an answer in this way. Each phase of the company brings new challenges. So for example, now our biggest or the biggest challenge I see is, uh, is procurement. So is sourcing all the parts that make together the vehicle and getting as, uh, getting a contract with this company that can deliver this part to you. Uh, that's that's right now a very big challenge. Just because, well, maybe you you don't uh, stumble upon the website of this provider, or or you don't know the existence of this supplier, or maybe it's too costly to go for this part, and then you have to change your design to integrate a different part. Um, so that's that's a very big challenge, but. When, when we started four years ago, I would have said, no, this is not a challenge at all. <laughs> the challenge is to to get to a Science. first prototype, right, yeah. and, and to mm. to get to the first sales. So it, it depends a lot on the phase the company is in. And I'm sure that you when you call me uh, within a year or a one or one and a half, and we're in the midst of a production, um, yeah, that there are lots of challenges uh, in there that I didn't foresee right now. But procurement is definitely one of the the big challenges that um, that you don't think of when you start a company. Um, and also th- the other thing is when we started this, well, it was only maybe for a week that we that we hope we were going to to build an actually vehicle. But as a founder, you're not going to build a vehicle. You're going to build an organization that builds a vehicle, yeah. um, and that's a totally different thing. Yeah.
0: Does Imagine. it ever bother you that you're? N- n- to building an organization instead of building a vehicle yeah sure
2: yeah yeah and and that's also why why each each one of us has a different path right so the one or someone is very good in, in building organization and you also attract people that have uh experience in, in management and you need those you need those people and other people are, are are better at something else so you try to to do what you're best in and and that's when you start a company that's uh, that's also very important that you that you know when to let go of certain tasks right and you you uh, give them over to somebody else yeah that's I think that's one of the biggest challenge for for founding a company but then also having the ambition to to grow it really really big you need the help of others and you need the help of others that are better at you in certain tasks yeah. so you have to get over that
0: get over yourself. Mm, I think it's time for the final two questions. I guess. Yeah. yeah. All right. So, um, Kun, four years ago, you set yourself the goal to build a car company, which, in my humble opinion, is quite a brave and big goal, relatively. What goal do you have for the next four years? To get into production with,
2: um, with our next vehicle, with the second vehicle. Yeah, with the second vehicle.
1: Do you already know when the first car is set to be released? Yeah, we
2: aiming uh, right now on uh, mid of half n- or the
0: half of next year. Then, final question, and I think this is an interesting one. Uh, we ask this to everyone, all our guests. What advice would you give to current industrial design engineering students?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have lots of, uh, I have lots of uh, stuff, of course well uh get out of get out of your comfort zone and out of your bubble and also start talking with with electrical engineers with mechanical engineers try to do uh try to do really try to do a student project um because that's that's where you will learn uh how much you can add to such a project that's where you finally see ah wow i did so much project experience i did i learned so much about this and that which all the other people are not doing. Why are they not doing it? Ah, maybe it's because I learned that during my studies. So then you you find the true value of an industrial designer um, hmm. by by working in such uh, in such larger projects. Yeah, and and uh, uh, learn how to program. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> J- just start the- doing. Just start <laughs> doing courses. Um, please do it.
1: What type of programming are we talking about then?
2: uh yeah start with a bit of javascript or yeah. uh, or Arduino or uh processing yeah um, don't don't be afraid of it just it's 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 very nice when you when you uh when you uh, build your first script and it actually works right and everyone can do it if you can build a powerpoint presentation you can also prototype
0: yeah i think the second one the the do uh bigger projects like student projects i think that is is a very very good one, because lately we've been figuring out that a lot of industrial designers, among which ourselves, find it hard to explain what value they can add to a company or what value they can, they have as an industrial designer. Mm-hmm. And it seems that you suggest that doing such a bigger project with different kinds of people different roles, then you can find out, Hey, this is, this is my added value.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it, it makes much more sense if, if you have the experience on your own. I can tell you what your value is, but you won't believe me, right? But if you experience what your value is, then um, you will take it for granted.
0: All right. Then, with that final sentence, go experience on your own what your value is. Kun, thank you very much for your time, for your insights, for your stories. Um, I can't wait that one day maybe I'll be able to afford a Lightyear one. <laughs> Hope or you a light year too <laughs> we'll see yeah thanks again to you listening thank you very much for listening if you have any questions to us again or to Kun maybe uh, send us a DM send us a LinkedIn send us an email you know where to find us by now let us know what you think if you like the episode if you have any ideas for new guests new episodes improvement
1: everything we would
0: love to hear it and then that's that thank you again Kun Thank you guys, nice speaking to you.